0: all sense of reality and enter another
1: world remember do not underestimate the power of playstation
2: beyond 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 beyond. what's up very welcome to podcast beyond episode 286 i'm one of your hosts greg miller alongside he only does everything Calm moriarty hello the Dark Knight of News, Andrew Goldfarb.
1: Hello. And do my eyes deceive me? This is a, this is a bad idea. The Info bad... Boy, Jim Riley. How's it going? It's good. How are you? I'm good. Where have you been all my life? Yeah, i trying to remember the last time I was on the show. Yeah, it's, it's been, been years,
2: right? You, know, you didn't do it when you are on Game Informer.
1: No. Uh, so when yeah. did you leave IGN? I left IGN was in September, I think September of, oh, 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 tw- 2002? Oh, oh, no, no. <laughs> September <laughs> no, 2011. Uh, 2011. Was in high school when you left. Yeah, yeah September 2011. No, yeah. Wow, no, it was September
0: 2012.
1: 2011.
0: No, it was 2011, because I started September 2011. You must have been late August, though.
1: No, it was September. I'm pretty sure it was September. Wow. Maybe it was late August. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I left and went to uh, Game Informer in, uh, in the in the tundra of Minnesota. Uh, had a good time. Yeah and now i'm working at uh, edar with mr eric budvig what formerly is edar of
2: what is edar for all the people at
1: home? uh if you don't know it's uh it's mainly a research company we have a a giant database of information um that we pull things out of for for companies and so uh, you know, that's, that's kind of the, the, the main root of the company is, is the database. But we also do other stuff. Like Eric heads up our mock review, um, mock preview kind of uh, division. Gotcha. Uh, and I'm sort of doing, right now, I'm sort of doing a little bit of everything right now at the company. I'm doing some PR and doing some mock reviews some mock previews and some custom reports. So it's uh, uh Is it's, every uh,
2: one of your reviews, is this should be more like Demon Souls?
1: Um, <laughs> no comment. And, uh, <laughs> uh, but it's uh, it's definitely a change of pace from, from games media. It's a little more... Um, sort of long-term report-style writing as opposed to kind of the daily grind that we kind of all... Yeah,
2: 150 words on whatever's breaking right now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's more, uh, you know, 10, 15-page kind of style report, long-form writing. So it's it's a good um, kind of mix-up. It was going to kind of uh, burn out on the games media, so sure. I wanted to do some, some, something different. So, can you explain? Good. Since I
3: didn't know what this was until I joined the industry, uh, what a mock review or a mock preview is? Since I'm sure people uh, I'm not this. sure if
1: I'm necessarily the person to speak directly to that, but it's uh, it's like a uh, it's it's, uh, it's it's a review as if it were written by a press member for the publisher uh, for so a com- so they, for a company. That like, that yeah, give them a heads up on yeah. the game. Yeah. Right it's not I,
0: it's not published. It's an internal thing yeah. that you give them so they get an impression of yeah. how the game will be received. Right. A
1: lot okay.
2: of people who leave IG and do that for a while for the easy money. I yeah, think uh,
1: Hillary Hillary's doing do some of them. I think, yep. right?
2: Yeah, he did for a while. I don't know if he still is. Yeah. I don't know. He Char- Charles
1: Charles is them. doing them for Apple. No, I don't think he is. <laughs> no, that's not how it works <laughs> <laughs> for, every, for every iPhone app. <laughs> but no, it, you know, it's uh, it's. Uh, I'm glad to be back on the show. It's, uh, had a, I'm in here for 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 the week of GDC. Yeah. So. Bit um, mm-hmm. me GDC. in here.
2: No, we're happy to finally have you. Do you still not like fat asses?
1: Oh, gosh. I knew I shouldn't come on this <laughs> <laughs> It's a
2: question I get a lot on Twitter. I was going to ask
1: you, like, what, what do you think is the favorite, your favorite Jim Riley memory at IDJ? Oh, wow. There's a lot of my good ones. Favorite Jim Riley? I, I have my favorite one. I'll tell you my favorite one. Okay. <laughs> it, was, it was the day it was, um, it was, uh, we went to the office. It was just me and you. You are playing, you're, you're playing like Dark Void. You went yeah. to Mel's for breakfast beforehand. Yeah and we were at the office like all day we ordered pizza I think and we did that video we did and a like, video hey, Jim
2: do you want to do everybody's job at the office yeah. it's, it's only on F- IG and Facebook it's, is it it's still there this. there's yeah.
1: some good there's some good videos on that Facebook page still yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, you, the, you, you and the Chobot stuff Chobot,
1: the Chobot dates are on there as yeah. well yeah good times those aren't on YouTube they are on YouTube J- Arne, the Chobot okay.
2: ones are the the Martin Luther King one for sure yeah. that was strictly a YouTube social joint you got a favorite Jim Riley story that's I don't know. Where do you begin? The fat ass yeah. is like, one hot on the tip of my tongue. I don't dark. think it was
1: that. Was that no, amazing. that's,
2: I mean, in the long run, no. Mostly, I mean, probably my favorite story is I can't even talk about because I wouldn't want to <laughs> disparage you in public for the things you do or <laughs> I, say. I
3: mean, one of my, one of my, one of my the late Jim Riley members I, ha- I had that was actually like a really solid thing that Jim did for me was yeah. I had a room at E3 with Migs one year. And M- Migs is a great guy, but he snores, right? And I didn't want to do that. I'm like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not sleeping with people, you know, in the same room. And Jim was like, you can just come sleep in my room uh, and get Got, like, we arrange for a cot or whatever because Jim's a quiet sleeper or whatever. When and, did you know, that happen? I don't remember this. This was your last E3, so it must have been 2011, and you had your own room, and uh, uh, that was a very nice, solid I had, I had thing
2: to you. Know, yeah. I
1: don't remember even having my own room. Yeah. But. Yeah. Oh. Yeah.
2: I was like, this. I think it was the, I think Hillary would tell this story of the first time we ever met you at E3 because like, you started and went right to an E3. Yeah. Isn't you know, that how that went? Yeah. And so you were staying with Clayman. And, like, they they went to drop something oh, yeah. off. They went to I drop something this. off, like, in the middle of the night. You'd already gone back to bed. And they opened the door and came in. And you were just sitting in the bed wide awake, fully clothed. But the lights were all off. i are like, what's
3: wrong with this psycho?
1: Because I, I don't remember what happened there. But this is when, like, I didn't, I didn't know about, like, when you go to e like, what you do at yeah. night. Like, I didn't know at parties. I didn't know anybody personally. Yeah. Well, I was yeah. Like, I'm just going to, like, go back to my room and, like, remove myself and, you know. Chill out. Yeah. Uh, but I don't remember... I don't remember that part. <laughs> Although he does. He, I, I remember he, he's talked about it before, but I don't remember why I did that.
2: Go far. You only know Jim Riley as a, a podcast person. Now. Or as far as like your favorite Jim Riley memory. Sure. What, what's your favorite Jim Riley podcast memory from when you were just on the outside listening to him? <sighs> oh
0: my God. Um... That's
1: really hard. It's
2: cool too because it's like Nightwing and Robin there in the
1: same. It's true. true. I, yeah, <laughs> and had I never left, you probably wouldn't be sitting here, right? That's so, true. Like that, thank you again for that. thank you for, for, Man, I, <laughs> thank
0: and, you for quitting. <laughs> I, I definitely didn't realize how, how close after you I started to. Um, honestly, it, one of the things that always made me laugh was when you were like, "I'm never doing any more podcasts." You like quit <laughs> podcasts, and then like two weeks later, we're yeah, on you the you podcast. Like out, I, right? I like how often that happened. But no, I mean, I, I don't even know if I have a specific Jim Riley memory to be
2: honest. Well, Daniel writes into beyond at ign
0: just me. now? How, yeah.
1: I mean, like in the last half hour. Yes. Oh.
2: <laughs> Jim Riley, when we last saw you, you were a huge Demon's Souls slash Dark Souls junkie. What other games from this past year have you re- have received as much attention from you, if any?
1: All right. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna drop some bombs on you here. Here we go. Oh my god. Two the two types of games we've played the most recently. Yeah. League of Legends. What? Yep. Wow. It's a good game.
2: It's I'm not. I'm game. not. Uh, I know it's a good game, but it's not what here's, I would play Here's why Jim it's Riley a good game. game. Here's
1: why it's a good game. It's free. The game is free. I haven't spent a dime on it. Yeah. I put I put like twenty hours into it, uh, and it's a it's a it's a game everyone plays at the office. So like you know you you, you try to jump in there, you start playing with everybody. At the office, sure, it's, sure, it's sure. A, kind that of helps. A, a team based game, but uh, no, it's it's strictly a it's a game, uh, it's a game game, it's a game. It doesn't have like quick time events, cut scenes, um, you know, cover based shooting. It's very much just a game, and you know the core mechanics. There's no anything. All the I feel like a lot of games nowadays have, like, just... They're all, they're all copying each other, right? They are like, right. every, you know, detective modes. Every game has a detective mode now. So it, it, it's, League of Legends is basically just... A, it's very much a core game. Uh, and I've been playing lots of mobile games as well. Okay. So I've, I've actually been playing a ton of console games in the last six months. gotcha, gotcha. But uh, no, Dark Souls and Demon Souls are very good games. You How know.
2: excited are you now for Infinite Crisis, then?
1: What? It comes Infinite <laughs> Crisis. What's that? It got announced
2: yesterday. It's, it's combining your love of la- WoW... Well, League of Legends...
0: Say. It's a DC MOBA. <laughs> uh, I, don't know, I don't know why Greg is. Yeah, it's, I'm sure uh, it's, it's, be, it's right.
2: like League of Legends, but with DC characters.
0: Yeah,
1: no, I don't know. I don't know about that.
2: You get
0: on.
1: You will play with me. It's free. I so, I, mean, it's like, I played League of Legends for a little bit. I'm not like a super fan. Yeah, but I've been playing it a lot recently. Okay. So, Jim, I have to ask you an important question. Sure. The
3: Detroit Red Wings. Yep. Are moving to the Eastern Conference. They are.
1: Next year. Yep. How, you feel, how do you feel about that? They're going to slaughter everybody. Yeah, they're, they're doing real well this year. They're, they're doing pretty good this year. They, right. they won three in a row? Yeah, they're No, uh, yeah, the, the Eastern Conference, as you know, Colin, is full of uh, cakewalk teams.
3: Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Oh, my uh, God. You're out so of So when mind. Troy plays, like, yeah. Florida,
1: Florida Panthers every year. Yeah,
3: because there's none of those in the yeah, Western Conference. The Calgary Flames are really killing but there's it. St- every,
1: every, team in t- every, every team in the West is really tough. <laughs> All much tough teams we're gonna West. play the Islanders and the Red Wings.
3: We're gonna play like four times a year now, four times, and then they'll probably lose every single four. Every yeah, the Islanders they, have an unusual. We play once
1: a year and they lose.
3: Yeah, the Islanders have an unusual. The Islanders are always bad. The Red Wings are always very good, and every time they play, the Islanders
1: win. They take them and for like, granted. convincingly. They, they take them for granted. They take them for granted. It's very weird. Anyway, so what, guys, what do you guys that. do on this podcast? Though?
2: Well, it's funny you ask. We're the number one PlayStation podcast on the internet. So Somehow. let's begin the show with what is, whatever <laughs> <laughs> will be, the Roper Report. <laughs>
1: <laughs> time for doing
2: some
1: news. I know too big for us. I never did it. I'm not doing it. you you never did it.
3: There are 13 (laughs) items on the list.
4: Woo! Um, A baker's
3: dozen! There's a lot of news coming out. Uh, Start with this one. Uh, In a series of exclusives gotten by your boy, Colin Moriarty, IGN can confirm that both The Walking Dead Season 1 and Limbo are coming to PS Vita this year. The ESRB has also rated Jack and Daxter Collection for PS Vita, although Sony refuses to comment on it. Uh, so yeah, obviously it's coming. Uh, this comes on the heels of a, controver- uh, a conversation rather Sony's Don Mesa had with me, in which he confirmed that over 100 games would come to PS Vita in 2013 alone. In that conversation, Mesa also told me that Vita owners enjoy 86% satisfaction rate. 90% of them use Vita at least once a week. And here's the crazy here's the crazy number: the average playtime per week is 18.7 hours. That's an extraordinary for, what? for Vita. Hmm. It's an extraordinary amount of time. Did EA help them get
2: the numbers? Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I do, I, the, some people are like those numbers are really high. I'm like they're not because P- Vita is owned by the most hardcore PlayStation audience. So, how do they, how do so they, he's how,
2: saying by the number of active users, right? People are if you're turning on your Vita, the average time that you're getting you're connected. To
3: the I internet. assume so. Yeah. I mean, these how, are all statistics that they garnered through by, by huh? polling. Yeah. You would think that they would be able to get those by the PlayStation Network, but I don't think that that would be reliable because the Vita is not always connected. Hmm. Uh, so it's, mm, yeah. hmm?
2: I don't know. I'm talking about statistical significance. I don't know. Anyways, more important, Walking Dead. That's exciting. If it yeah. has another trophy list, not just for the platinum, but just another reason to get it. It will. I'm sure game.
1: it will. Were there games coming?
3: The Walking Dead Season 1. Yep. Limbo, which I played last night. Do you think, think it's, it's too to.
1: late for some of these?
3: No. No? I think what I'm starting to get kind of puzzled by is like... I'm heartened by the fact that they're like getting a bunch of indie titles. Like there, there's a we played a lot of them yesterday. There's must have been twenty yeah. like pretty solid indie games yesterday that was that that were available at a Sony event. You know, Thomas was alone, which is a really good game. Yep. Uh, Dragon Fantasy, which is like a really cool R P old school RPG. You you a know, lot of Hotline, really, Miami. Hotline Miami, Hotline Miami, well, so. Ibn Miami Ibn Ab looks awesome. Yeah. Um, these are cool games, but they're all out already. Like, there, there's very few games that are like, you know, this is coming to Vita, exclusively to Vita, or like some, some you know, except for Guacamele, which is and really, really cool. Uh, Metrico, I think it is, that they, that they showed, looks actually really cool. So, yeah, I'm a little concerned about that. Well, you figure yeah. this
2: is their in, right, in, in some respects. I think a lot of our audience listens and only has a console, only has a PlayStation, maybe only has 360, so they did miss Hotline Miami. They didn't play it on a PC, they didn't play uh, Thomas is, Was Alone, sorry. Yeah,
3: Thomas Was Alone is fucking cool. I never played that game until last night. It's a really neat game. Yeah, I want to play that Hotline Miami game. Yeah, so yeah the I, Hotline Miami game with...
0: is so good, and it, it, I'm amazed that Microsoft didn't snatch that up first. Like, I would have expected that to be an XBLA thing. So it's It's on Vita. That's amazing. I'm if so excited to play that again. If you
2: import Walking Dead and you put a attractive price point on it, More people, even if they already own it once, will buy it again and be like, oh, well, I can yeah. play through on the road now in a different way.
0: It did really well on iOS. I think it it could do pretty well on Vita. Limbo Limbo is the one that I feel like could be too late. Limbo is like... See, I
2: think like it's it's it's... A good amount of late... I think, I think when, it, when Limbo came to PlayStation 3, it was already late. And so, no, I don't, think, I don't feel like anybody cared when it came to PlayStation Network. It really didn't make waves, it felt like. And so now, so much has happened. So many people are picking up these Vitas. So many people have you know, grown up or come of age since like, it really came out. Especially when it came out on 360. I think now they're, they're, there's a new audience who's already skipped that game and missed it. Yeah. If it's brand new and in front of them again.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll replay it. I just don't know it's definitely been a while. And I feel like some like like Mitch last night was like, "Oh, really Limbo? Like it's just like it to some people it's just an old game at this yeah, point. Yeah, and
2: I I understand that, but I think we're also, you know, the privileged few, right? Like they have sure. to that play that game super early. I mean, I played Limbo at a GDC years ago, I remember when it first showed up.
3: I, I what I'm fascinated about with Limbo coming to Vita is it's almost full circle because you know, the rumors have been for a long time that Play Dead pitched Sony the game first and Sony wanted to own the IP. Um and so they moved on. Um, so it, it seems like by coming to PlayStation consoles late, you know, it's kind of like a full circle thing or whatever, and was Double, more relevant when it was on Xbox.
2: Double Eleven helping bring that port over, the guys who worked on mm-hmm. Little Big Planet Vita. That's exciting. interesting. Yeah, and
3: I ran into dudes um, uh, last night from Curve. Do you remember the game Explodemon? Yeah. Uh, on PSN, I really liked that game a lot. Um, I'm, I don't think it did well, but uh, it was a cool game. Um, and those guys uh, are porting a bunch of games to Vita now. They're porting Thomas Was Alone and a few other games as well, mm-hmm. so they've turned into like publishers, which is interesting. Um, number two. Two new PlayStation 4 games have been announced. Both Blacklight, Retribution, and Primal Carnage Genesis will be coming to Sony's new console. I assume this year. I don't have any idea when. one.
1: What, uh, what kind of games are those? Black- so
3: I'm, kind of, I'm, like, I'm out of the news cycle now. I don't sure. follow everything. Well, game. this
1: just broke last night, so yeah. you,
2: you'd be allowed to not do B- this.
3: Blacklight is a free-to-play shooter, right? Yep. And, and it's going to still be free-to-play. And Primal Carnage Genesis is an episodic. So, play. Primal, Primal Carnage is a this hunting is actually, game,
0: If I'm understanding it correctly, it was an asynchronous game on PC. That this is sort of a spin-off version making it into sort of yeah, like an episodic single player game. Um, apparently in the PC version you could play as a
1: dinosaur. I don't know if that's carrying over. I see it was called primal primal what? Carnage Genesis. Genesis. Oh, I thought I was thinking of Primal Rage, the old fighting game. Oh man. Game. If then, only. I thought it would be a fighting game. Yeah, right. it's uh it's like the teaser trailer they showed was like a dinosaur escaping from a
2: lab. He was a T-Rex. He was in a, still a dinosaur. In chamber with a like a pipe down his throat and he ripped it out, and then he really? broke all his bones and he broke yeah. out and he stepped on the camera. I didn't
4: think it great. was impressive. It no, didn't, it didn't I, I do agree. much for me. It, yeah, it, it As someone was who not... doesn't
2: know what Primal Carnage is, yeah. I was like, okay. I was just like,
0: What is this game exactly? Nice like it, it told great. you literally nothing. Yeah.
2: And I also was like, this it didn't I didn't look at it and go, Man, the PlayStation yeah. Three could never make these graphics of this T Rex. Well it's also
0: so Blacklight and Primal Carnage are Unreal Engine three games. So I mean they're not this isn't like crazy next gen tech or anything. That's like there funny. weren't anything that was gonna blow us away.
2: But I thought someone what trailer was it yesterday that showed the Unreal Engine four? Somebody opened with Unreal Engine Four, I thought
0: with Unreal 4 no they opened with an Unreal logo and I don't think it said 4 specifically
2: for sure it
1: did isn't maybe, that maybe, game maybe. that Choba's working on that's Unreal 4 yeah what's that, what's that game called Dead um, something? that's
0: Daylight Daylight that's and right. that's by the guys who do Blacklight oh, but they're unrelated
3: interesting number 3 Square Enix's president, Yoichi Wada, has stepped down following Yoichi a dire, dire financial forecast for the company. Square Enix is predicting new income losses of 13 billion yen, a sharp increase over the initial loss prediction of 3.5 billion yen. I don't know how you fuck up that that badly, yeah. that you miss it by like four times. <laughs> Wada was CEO of Square Enix since 2000. Uh, I think this is going to be very good for the company. Um,
2: Some new, new blood in
3: there? When you really think about all the Square games that, have, that are good that have come out this, in this century, they're not many. When you think about all the good square games that came out before Wada took over, there are many of them. I don't think I think it's a little weird that they're you know, that the priorities of these companies are to remake games like Final Fantasy X, when you can remake seven and probably sell a bunch. Like it's just they don't make smart financial. they're not making smart financial decisions. And the only reason Square Enix is in good shape at all or in any sort of shape is because they bought IDOS. <laughs> yeah. uh,
2: maybe you can shed light on this. Mm, I saw me. making it to- yes, yeah, so I'm He's looking po- at, you. Pointing at him. I'm Andrew. looking at Info Boy. Sorry. i everybody point at Andrew. Andrew, can you shed light on this? I was looking through Twitter today, and a whole bunch of people early in the morning were kicking around this uh, 3.5 million copies sold as a failure thing, that Square was unhappy with Tomb Raider.
0: Yeah, uh, Luke Carmali. that story's probably live on IGN now, actually. Uh, Sure. He was writing that as we were coming up here. Yeah, it's, um, from what I, so I think they talked about Tomb Raider, it's also Hitman and something else. Um, Yeah, I mean, I, I I didn't read that whole thing yet.
2: Okay. Hmm. Well, I'll, I'll look it up. Let's, yeah. What's up Also, next
0: you were right. Primal Carnage is not Unreal
3: Engine 4 game. Booyah!
1: I <laughs> uh,
3: Yeah, I saw in that same report that uh, Sleeping Dogs shipped 1.7 million. That was the other one, Sleeping Dogs. Yeah. Um, right, here it is. Which is very cool.
2: Square Enix has revealed that despite selling well, Tomb Raider, Hitman Absolution, and Sleeping Dogs all failed to hit the company's internal expectations. Tomb Raider managed to shift Three point four million copies. <laughs> Hitman. Three point six. Sleeping Dogs. One point seven. What did you familiar? expect
3: <laughs> out of Sleeping Dogs? That that game sold much better than I thought yeah, it was going I to. Yeah. That. that game's huh. awesome. I still need to play that game. Sleeping Dogs is excellent. Excellent. Did, game. Wait,
0: did you say shift or ship?
2: Shift. So, I'm reading verbatim what the story says. That's what Luke I, says. I cannot tell you more about uh,
1: it. They shifted. Yeah, the they shifted that. How many
2: of each game Square Enix We can't shift the games, we have to ship them. <laughs> no! one, that's, that's why we missed
1: their expectations because they, they were shifting games. They just went from one
0: factory to another. <laughs> They're <were> shifted.
2: <laughs> How many of each game Square Enix was expected to sell isn't mentioned in the report, though last September it was revealed the company was hoping to shift. 14.9 <laughs> million discs in the six months ending March 2013. Right, we need to fix that. Seeing as only 8.75 million retail games have been sold, this could, lar- this could explain the blah, blah, blah. All
3: right. I'll forward this down to someone there. Num- number four. Uh, Puppeteer has a release date. It will be released exclusively on PlayStation 3 on September 10th. This is citing rumors. Uh, I know that that's true. So uh, It'll be out on September 10th. That's uh, my
1: most anticipated game, I think. That pers- game personally. is awesome. Yeah, I've I'm- played it now a couple
3: times extensively. The game is really cool. Like, yeah. I I think that it's going to be struggle to find a market because no one's gonna have any idea what the fuck it is. But I really enjoy. I, I mean, at Comic Con, New York Comic Con, uh, I played it for like forty five minutes. Like, they let me just sit down and play the game, and then I played it much more recently, um, different part of the game. It's really really cool. How does how it? Uh, how's like the platforming? Is it floaty? It's good. It's a little floaty. It yeah. feels like a little bit like. I don't want to say it feels like Little Big Planet because it it,
1: it draws comparisons to.
3: Yeah, so. yeah. There's definitely there's something about that game that is definitely derived from a Media molecule game I think, um, and I'm not Maybe. crazy about Little Big Planet but I I I do like I do like Puppeteer from what I've seen. Yeah. It I'm really bummed that I haven't been able to go with you yet to see that game because yeah I agree that game looks incredibly good. Um, yeah, and we'll have more on that very soon. Uh, number five, uh, Final Fantasy X and X2 HD are indeed both being released on PS3 and Vita this year. X and X2 will be bundled together on PS3, but they will need to be purchased separately on Vita. Because that makes no fucking sense. I mean on PS3. So whatever we can do to make no sense, we'll do that. <laughs> Amazon and Best Buy listed that PS3
0: bundle at forty bucks. Um I don't know what that means for the Vita pricing. Like if they're just gonna be nineteen ninety nine each on Vita, I guess that's fine. No, that makes If they're much gonna sense. be twenty nine ninety nine each on Vita, that
3: sucks. Yeah. I'm sure they will be much more than they should be. Number six. I'm very excited about this. The classic 1989 NES title, DuckTales, is getting a remake. Capcom and WayForward, a studio I have a lot of respect for, have teamed up to bring DuckTales Remastered to PSN, XBLA, and Wii U this summer. It will cost $14.99. I am sure... I'm going to be into that one.
2: Dan, the man from Sudan, writes in to beyond.IGN.com and said, What's the big whoop about ducktails? <laughs> I think he means whoop. Am I too young to really get why people are talking about it? Was it the Uncharted 3 of your time? Love the show, Dan. Was
1: <laughs> it the Uncharted 3 of the time? Th- I do feel like there's a bit... People are a bit too excited. I feel like... I agree with that. I feel like, yeah, it's, it's a cool announcement, and the game looks pretty good. I feel like people are going just a bit overboard with... Well, let me mm-hmm. put this into perspective, because I understand I
3: understand where people are coming from with this. DuckTales was an excellent game on NES. It was built on the Mega Man engine. It's probably the best non-Mega Man game built on the Mega Man engine during Capcom's heyday, and this is from the late 80s. Um, and people are excited about it, I think, because that game has never been revisited ever. That license really came and went. Well, there was the DuckTales it- 2. Right. on NES. Yeah. But they never like they never revisited it later. Right. Like this thing's been dormant. So, DuckTales is like not relevant to an entire generation of people because they never went back and revisited the franchise ever. Like it right. it was it was it was encapsulated on the Mega Man engine within these 2 years or so on NES. During a heyday when people really enjoyed those games, and we've gotten new Mega Man games, we get new Castlevania games, and all these things, but we've never gotten new Ducktales games. And I think that that, that's why people are really excited. That game's fucking really good.
2: I think it's way more than the game. I think it's the franchise, right? It's this thing from your childhood that was awesome and that you loved, and you had the stuffed Huey, Dewey, and Louie, and like then they all, you know, I mean, they went away. They didn't. It's not like Ninja Turtles or Mm. Spider Man that keeps getting reiterated on in every form of media, Right. right? Like Ducktales, unless I'm missing something, totally faded away. Yeah, did, really The cartoon did the, <laughs>
3: cartoon did. And the cartoon did, and the game did. And obviously, like, there are a lot of great Capcom games from that era that have. Like, Chip and Dales is another really good example of a game that, like, they, they should go back to. And, and if they're getting permission from Disney to do these kinds of games, then I'm excited to see what, what they have going forward. These are really solid games. DuckTales is a really good game.
1: I think it's I think it's just a really cool announcement, I think. Because, uh, yeah, all the fans were like, what if they actually remade this game? And then, of course, you know, they actually announced it. It's one of those games it, where so. a
2: lot of people are going to download it and, like, for an hour, and just be like, "That was fun." Yeah, and like done, took it off, and never. Because <laughs> we saw,
1: it. we've seen a ton of. I mean, like, there's been a ton of classic 8-bit, 16-bit remakes. Sure, this generation. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, what sure. were some of their Like, was the was there a Final Fight one? They put or out Final Fight double yeah. Yeah, 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 just Contra. Right, it wasn't like it wasn't. It was like
3: a remaker. There's
2: always a new Double Dragon.
3: Yep, a uh, Double Dragon. Blood Rain Betrayal was clearly supposed to be a Castlevania game. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm really excited about it. I, I think that they, like I really would have preferred one of two things as opposed to them remaking it is is just re-releasing the game for five dollars with trophies would have been cool, yeah. um, or doing uh, a Ducktales game in the spirit of the 8-bit style like they did Mega Man Nine and Ten, but whatever. I'm still pretty excited about it. number seven. In a conversation with UK's the official PlayStation magazine, Quantic Dream revealed that it will be remaining exclusive to PlayStation and that they're currently working on a PS4 game in addition to Beyond Two Souls, which is due out on PS3 this October. Cheap. Um. You can go to IGN to read more about that. It's really interesting because what they're basically saying is that they could obviously make more money by porting their games, but they don't even own these games, by the way. Sony owns Heavy Rain and Beyond. Um, but,
2: they this Beyond.
3: But Beyond. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But they don't, they're basically saying that they don't care about the money because Sony, they're profitable, they make money, and that Sony lets them do basically whatever they want. So they were saying that as long as they can keep making the games they want to make, they'll never make a game that's not on PlayStation. I don't understand
0: why Sony hasn't just acquired them.
3: Because they don't need to. I mean, I think it's becoming yeah. more obvious. Like, if you're getting, why buy the cow? Sure. You get the sex for free. <laughs> Is that how the saying goes? Yeah. Huh. That's that's like Jay and Silent Bob or something, yeah. isn't it? Mallrats. Yeah. Rats, right. <clears throat> right Number eight. Insomniac's very first multi-platform game, Fuse, oh, wait, has a release date. <laughs> Look for it on PS3 as well as Xbox 360 on May 28th in North America and May 31st in Europe. Very interested to see how that game does. Not well. I agree. Number nine. Buyware. Oh,
2: sorry. I, I, at uh, PAX, first off, hey, everybody who came out and said hi to PAX. Thanks for coming to PAX. It was nice seeing you and hanging out at the IGN parties. I hosted the Fuse panel and I asked him about that. I was like, so, you know, are you offended that this is called the sleeper hit? Like, you know, we, that's what the panel was Fuse, the sleeper hit of 2013. I mean, a sleeper hit is implying that no one is expecting anything from your game. Like, how do you expect it to sell? And, like, they were all like, I don't know. Ted talked for a while about it and he was pretty, you know, that. We think we actually are in a good spot that we're coming out when all these sequels are saturating the market. And we're, you know, we're a new IP. We're hoping we can get people excited about that. With obviously, there's a great install base. Blah blah. blah. As far as how's it going to sell, we don't know. Blah blah. blah. But you know, the kids there seem happy with it. I, I have only seen our trailers. I've never actually played it or anything like that. But watching the demo at the show, I was like, oh, that looks actually good. Yeah. Like, I see know. what Mitch has been talking about forever. I feel yeah.
1: like the the May release date's a little bit better than the original kind of March yes. window they were. Like, yeah. Yeah. It would have gotten lost. Yeah. Sure. Oh yeah. I mean
0: May, May and June right now we're pretty open. I mean Last of Us is in June, but yeah, there's not like a ton coming out.
3: Number nine, Bioware Edmonton, the studio behind Mass Effect, has revealed that it's working on something new apart from the Mass Effect franchise. The Mass Effect franchise itself will be will in turn be taken care of by Bioware Montreal. So that's actually kind I of I
1: feel like that news is a little old.
0: Yeah, well, basically what this was was um that it it's more that it's Casey Hudson's team, right? That Casey Hudson, even though he's executive producer on the on the Mass Effect being made at Montreal, he's like, heading up this, whatever this project is. Yeah, they're is doing well. something, like, a new story. And they said it. it's
1: next-gen. Um... You think it's a sci-fi RPG? Yeah,
0: yes. <laughs> I, I feel like this is going to be kind of like, like... any with Western. A, with Media Molecule being like, oh, we're, we're branching out, we're doing something different, and then Tearaway's, like, kind of the same idea. as a little big plan. I feel like this is going to be one of those situations. But maybe not, who knows.
3: Number 10. In a GDC panel, the Unfinished Swan's creative director, Ian Dallas, revealed that his small studio went over budget and over-schedule to the tune of some 300 to 400%. While making the Unfinished Swan. The news comes on the heels of the announcement of Giant Sparrow's next game for PlayStation. A mysterious title known as Edith Finch. Um, and there's a, a pretty interesting story behind that. Um, the Unfinished Swan, or, or Giant Sparrow has a blog and they posted the logo and said that the next game is called the Edith Finch. And then a few hours later they took it down. Um, but they kept the wording yeah. the same. So it's like, we're proud to announce that the code
0: name of our new project is giant sparrow untitled project 2 that's like the text in their yeah. blog
3: now and, and the url I think is still like slash, finch yeah, slash like that. finch yeah Um and a lot of people have been speculating about why this is there has been some speculation that um, that giant sparrow might have been dropped by Sony which um, is I'm sure not true um, and uh, I, think the spec- I think that people are more not understanding that Sony is the publisher and the owner of these games and so they will dictate when they're announced and they were probably not given it permission um, that's my theory It's a uh, good theory, solid number 11 a patent application filed by Sony indicates that the company may be looking into ways to bring trophies to games that don't natively support them. Thank you for kicking me in the shin. I'm
2: rubbing it. I'm rubbing. <laughs> the insinuation
3: it with you're rubbing my knee. The insinuation with this application. I can't, application, tell. I can't <laughs> see
2: under the table. See where I kicked you.
3: The insinuation with this application is that trophies could be coming to the likes of PS1 classics, PS2 classics, PS minis, and other software. Uh, we have more, much more on that, including the uh, patent application link on IGN if you're interested in seeing that. And a conversation. Yep. And a conversation. That's pretty exciting news. I think
2: there's a handsome man.
3: Number twelve. Two resumes from current Sucker Punch employees indicate that Infamous Second Son is a PlayStation 4 launch title set for release this year. Booyah! Um, Which is all the evidence I really need. Uh, (laughs) Number number 13, the next Call of Duty game reportedly called Ghost may be a next-gen-only game Though the source of this information remains unknown. Yeah, hold
1: on, hold on. Don't don't just flip that page over. We're going to stay on that story. I mean,
3: the source of that story was like a YouTube video, correct? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, so
0: that part of that I think is totally there's no way that they would be crazy enough to release it next gen only like that part of that rumor is totally implausible to me
2: and if you're freaking out at home you don't understand why it's because activision likes to make money yeah and so there are millions upon millions of 360s the hardware owners will love that well and especially that
0: specific franchise like they just would never ever do that
2: yeah Whoop. yeah they want they they want it to come out to as many people as possible and that, that means not putting it on the brand new systems that don't have an install base
3: yet that's it. That's it for the news. Can you flip the paper I mean, around, Jim you flip the paper around? Sorry, yeah, I flipped the side. You can flip it around again if you want. <laughs> oh, I mean
1: Yeah, there we go. Just for audio yeah. effect. There we go. There we go. That's it.
2: Oh, okay. Hey, Jim. Hey. So, if I didn't want to play League of Legends, I wanted to play something on a store shelf. <laughs> like Demon Souls? Is this, yeah. It's available on, well, on retail that's and... that's old game. An old game is old, so... Where would Still I go to find game. out where? But hold on, before the we before game. we get into this,
1: Colin, <laughs> oh. I know last week you were mentioning about how you're going for some tough PlayStation platinums. Yeah, not going to do it for Demon Souls. Why not? Because I don't like that game. No, no, no. no. Um, I don't see how it's it's easily the best game this generation. It's not. It's, it's not. It's not, not really it's, and it's not even on your PlayStation Three best game list. Nope. Do you uh, listen to Beyond now? You said last week. I listen. To, I listen basically every week. Oh wow! Uh, thank
4: yeah, you. you. I, I try oh. to tune in. I appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate to that okay, too. No, I'm not, I'm
1: not, I, Colin, you should.
4: You know how I feel
3: about them. those games, Jim. We've had many conversations. I have beaten things. the game.
4: I know you have. have you have platinums in like three territories.
1: I have, three <laughs> I think you can do it though. I've beaten that
4: game.
1: I am you sure do I it. could
3: do it. I'm just, just not going to play
1: that game. Think about it. I played, just, I played.
3: I played Demon Souls for five to ten
1: hours. That's not. Out. That's not enough. You need to play it for a hundred. <laughs>
3: that's <laughs> when it really time gets awesome. think I have? I got. I got other kind of games. I know you have
1: plenty of time. I know you have plenty of time. That's true. On weekends, I have plenty you have of time. plenty of time.
3: Just just think about it. All right, I'll don't think just, about just, it. I, just... sh- I do. I'm, I do think about it sometimes. It's good. I do. You should. It 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 it, <laughs> it broaches my memory sometimes. All right, that
1: Craig, as you were saying,
3: I was
2: going to ask you where can I go to find out what new games are in stores.
1: The official list of upcoming play. Uh, hold on, I, it's, oh, hard, I it's hard. It's huh. hard, right? The, up- the upcoming uh, the a list of upcoming. PlayStation hmm. titles on, hmm. all oh, right. PlayStation yeah. on all three platforms by the IGN editors? I'm close. The official list. The official list of upcoming PlayStation
3: software on all three platforms by the IGN editors. It's official. It's yeah. one of those things you, mm.
2: I, I've always found is that you can't, it's got to be a reflex because there's a rhythm to how it's said so if you stop the rhythm and try to think it through that's why yeah. you yes. fall apart. The right. rhythm and, and the beat like, it's like if you're in a cartoon and you're, you run off the edge of the cliff just don't look down. Just keep running you'll get where you are. It's when you look down you realize you're not on ground anymore. That's quite
3: the analogy. Uh, on <gasps> PS3, uh, retail, Bioshock Infinite comes out this yeah, week. Army of Two, the Devil's Cartel, <laughs> the game no one knows exists. And Tiger Woods PGA Tour today.
2: Where's the review for Army of Two, Devil's Cartel? Did we ever no. get it? I don't even know if we I got I don't it. even
0: know. I think, uh, I think we're going to the store to buy it today. Okay.
3: Well, it's that's always a good sign. Well, that's yeah. interesting, though, because Army I never played this sequel, but Army of The Original Army 2, I like that game a lot. Um... And I'm surprised that they're just releasing these games but not maybe confident in them. I don't know. That's just just conjecture. All three of those games are available on PSN as well if you want to download them digitally. Uh, On PSN for PS3, PS Move Fitness. Colin, you're on that one, right? Oh, yeah. I'm all over. (laughs) WRC3 FIA World Rally Championship for both Vita and PS3. Quite the the name of that game. Uh, Sounds like a game that would probably be huge in Europe. Uh, Tales of Graces F digitally comes out. For Vita... Amen, which was in a launch game for Vita in Europe, uh, is finally coming here. And is it a, like a like a single men, or uh, is it like know. a prayer? Amen? There's a dash there. I think. Yeah, it's, it's dash. It's like, like ah a dash men. Okay. Uh, and Machinarium uh, has been ported over to Vita. Uh, demos. Amen on Vita. PS Move Fitness for PSN and Pure Chess for Vita and PS3. Pure Chess is not a good game.
1: Oh. Um, no, wait, wait, no. wait. How is Pure Chess not a good game? It's, it's Pure Chess, chess man.
3: It, it's uh, it's correspondence chess. What? See this is so it's asynchronous. Yeah, it's asynchronous chess, which is the fucking worst. Yeah, I don't well yeah, that's the the reference I always make. Like people in prison play chess like that or like people like that want to play like via like chess by mail, so like a popular thing with some people. you should do that colin It's awful. I like I want to sit at a board and play and like if you can't if you can't make an online infrastructure to have like a person playing chess live, then like yeah. don't bother. Like I don't know why you would like I, I would love do- chess I, I play chess for a long time. I'm good at chess. And I understand the game and like people don't typically want to play like that. If you go and play a game of blitz or something like that, or you that's a five minute game, NFL you play blitz. bullet, that's a one minute game, you want to play standard, you need like you need to have a mat in front of you and the pieces and a, a clock. Time. I mean that's that's the
1: way you or play. Or Stratego. Chirte-
3: oh yeah, we used to play Stratego. I be- I beat you both times. Yeah, that's true. Mm? I hmm That's I thought you said time out. I think you did. Oh I no, yeah. I said slam
2: the I said something about oh, the clock. Oh, oh okay. I mean said time out for sure. What if What if? I did like the Zach Morris yeah, timeout and I just turned to the wall and started talking
3: and then I just came back? You guys were like, uh. uh. For PS2 Classics, Nobunaga's Ambition Iron Triangle is out. What a, and what that a classic. Is it. Ladies and
2: gentlemen, Podcast Beyond is the conversational podcast. However, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Not really that many. I listen to This American Life, right? And they have different contributors come in. And sometimes they have sister shows that they bring in for a segment. Like The Moth. This is how I found The Moth. I didn't tell anybody in this room about this because I forgot all about it until right now. So I want to do something here. We're going to bring in a sister contributor right now. Someone who already has their own show. Let some of their audio play. Give those people a taste of that audio. Who do you think it's going to be, Goldfarb?
0: I think it's going to be
1: the game fun time. No, Before we go it. into this, can I ask Andrew about his um No, girl. we'll do it when we come back. On the other side. I'm really this. interested to hear It's, it's going to take us sure? two seconds. Then, okay.
2: There'll be a blank spot here. All right. ah, ladies and gentlemen, I think the most fascinating and interesting man who makes IGN content, video content, is none other than Bobby Amos. Bobby in 1984. Uh, if you're not listening to his Call of Duty commentaries, I understand. If I saw Call of Duty commentary, I probably wouldn't click on it. I probably wouldn't care. But the thing about Bobby's Call of Duty commentaries is that they have nothing to do with Call of Duty.
1: <laughs> I enjoy watching them, too. Yeah, exactly. What I do true. with them
2: usually is I put them on and do other work while I just listen to him like a podcast, like you might do with Podcast Beyond. So I wanna, I'm going to insert some audio here from Bobby's latest one. Uh, basically, Bobby started thinking about why he doesn't like to go hiking and then, if he could outrun a bear, <laughs> and then it gets off the rails. I so,
1: think he could outrun a bear. Bears was not that fast.
2: Well, you'll hear Bobby's argument here in a second. Okay. You can decide for yourself if you think you could. If you like this, make sure you hit him up on Twitter. BobbyA 1984. It's just Bobby, B O B B Y A 1984. And then go watch the rest of these commentaries. He's been doing these for years on IGN. So there is a giant catalog. You can get them all at slash BobbyA 1984. Bobby, take it away.
5: Greetings everyone, this is your boy, Bobbya, 1984, coming to you with another Call of Duty Black Ops 2, Gameplay,
4: play, play, play,
5: let's dive into today's topic, so, you know, last week I was talking to a couple of my boys at work, and man, we talked about some real crazy things, uh, I was talking to my boy Pat, and my boy uh, Matt Moresco, and we was talking about, I guess, some of the things they enjoy doing on the weekends, you know, in their free time, so, you know, tell me... I know Matt is crazy. He likes to wrestle alligators and do crazy shit like that. You know, stuff stuff that me, me personally, I wouldn't do, you know. But my man Pat likes to go hiking. Him and his girlfriend, he likes to, you know, go hiking, you know, in Yellowstone or Yosemite or wherever the hell. And... I was just, you know, I asked him, I said, you're not scared to do nothing like that? I mean, what about bears, you know, grizzly bears and black bears and, you know, Pat, said, he told me, he said, man, one time he saw a grizzly bear, uh, you know, he's in a car and he's trying to stick his head out the window and take a picture. I'm just like, Are you crazy? Like who, like, who does that, you know? So, we, we kind of delve into that a little further. So, we, you know, we started talking about, you know, situations, you know, what to do if you encounter either a grizzly bear or a black bear and, I know one of the number one rules that you don't want to break is you do not want to run from a grizzly bear or a black bear because they see they, they see you as prey, and they're going to come after you. So I, I know that. And you could tell me that over and over and over again, but I know if I ever encounter a bear, I'm taking off. I, 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 I know one of the things they tell you to do is you're supposed to carry the bear pepper spray. But I wouldn't be the right person to do that if I'm hiking because if I'm going to be carrying the the pepper spray, any little rattle in the bush, any little rattle behind anything, the the spray's coming out and I'm spraying it. You know, so I'm pretty much going to waste it on a rabbit or, you know, a deer or something. So I'm not going to be the person to carry that. And I know you're not supposed to run. (laughs) I always tell myself that, you know, even in the situations we came in with. But I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, I'm taking off. I am. But here's another thing they tell you to do. I've been reading up on this stuff. I've been researching it and everything. So, you know, it's really been bothering me. They tell you to go into the fetal position. Like, I'm not laying down. I'm not laying down letting this bear attack me. You know, you see? And it, it play dead. I'm not doing that either. I'm not laying down. I'm not playing dead. And I'm too scary to stand my ground. You know, and then they tell you not to make eye contact. More than likely, I'm going to look right in the bear's eyes. And I... And I'm going to threaten the bear on accident because I'm going to be freaked out. So one thing I thought about, right, after I thought about this, we start coming up with situations. And I, saw, I, asked, him, I, saw, I asked Matt Maresco, I said, hey, man, let's say this bear is 30 yards away and they start charging you. Are you still going to go into the to fetal position? Because if that bear decides he's coming after me, I'm gone. If my car is, I say, let's say a car is 20 yards away and the bear's 30 yards away and I'm in the middle, I'm going to try to make it to the car. And he, and he told me, he said, you shouldn't run because bears can get up to about 30 miles an hour. And I said, oh, okay, okay. I said, but you underestimate, underestimate, underestimating me because I'm deceptively fast. I, I mean, I, I'm not in the best shape, but I think I can outrun the bear. And I know, I know that sounds crazy and it sounds stupid. And I've been thinking about this for a while. And hold on, where are the people at? They're okay, so people left. I'm like, where the hell is everybody at? I'm like walking around, trying to figure out. If we flip the spawn or not nobody's coming but it's cuz they left the game. Okay. So, as I was saying, I I I just was, I I was kind of insulted by Matt Moresco by him, by him telling me I could not run the bear. So, this past weekend, um my old high school was holding these little, you know, football camps and things like that. So, I decided, you know, I'm going to go up to school. I'm I'm a, I'm a, you know, see how fast I am. So, oh, okay, we got more people joining cool. So, I went to my old high school. It was like something straight out of the uh, the Deion Sanders commercial for the Super Bowl with the Leon Sandcastle where he put that ugly wig on and went out there and just blew everybody away. It was something like that what I did man. I went out there, told him I wanted to run the 40 yard dash and I kid you not. Now this wasn't the fastest times I've ever seen but I, I clocked in at the 40 yard dash as the Nas music, come on, turn it up. Clocked in at 4.43 seconds in the 40 yard dash. So then I said, okay, right, that's not too shabby. I mean, it's not Chris Johnson, but I was okay. So then I said, let me, "Well, let me get the three cone drill going." So I hit the three cone drill, knocked that out in 4.6 seconds. I said, "Oh, okay, 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 okay." We getting nasty out here, and I start noticing more and more people, you know, like you know, the scouts and things start kind of checking me out. So I said, "Let me, let me hit the 20 yard shuffle shuttle. Let me, let me see how that works." So I hit that. other uh, timing clock that in as the dog was that the dogs coming in? Oh man, in this slot. Oh, no, 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 that's a warthog. Who feasting off my order of V-Sat, man? <sighs> tell you, man. Throw up the order of V-Sat and everybody think it's time to eat. Mm, get back off me. So now I ran the 20-yard 20 20 yard shuttle. I ran that in 4.28, clocked that in. And, and you know, everybody was like, wow, man, who's this kid out? Because I had shaved before I went. Had the little clean face look on, you know, and look, I was, I was in a little bit of shape because I've been doing the sanity workout. So, you know, I'm kind of cut, looking nice and everything. But after I ran all of that, people kind of started coming around me. And was going, "Hey, kid, who are you? You know, uh, I don't know you. I don't see your name on the list here. Who are you? It's like, what do you think about you know coming, coming out and you know trying out for this and trying out for that?" And i was like, you know what, nah, man, I'm not interested. I, I just want to see if I possess the speed to outrun a grizzly bear or a black bear. I'm not here trying to get on scholarships. I'm not here trying to go to NFL. I just want to test this stuff out. And these guys were seriously trying to talk me in the stand and coming to talk to this guy and talk to that guy. I'm like, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. I just wanted to see if I can outrun this grizzly bear. So after t- getting these times, I think, <laughs> I honestly think I might be able to shake shake one of these bears, man. I, I think so. And, I- and as I said, I know they can get to 30 miles per hour. But if you give me 30 or 40 yard head start and they started charging and I need to get to my car that's 25 yards to 30 yards away. I'm going to get there. I'm, I'm, I'm I got confidence in myself. I'm not being cocky or anything like that, but ooh, fool some cats. But I think I'm going to get there. You know, if you enjoyed this gameplay, man. Please subscribe to IGN. You know, come on back next Wednesday at 12:15. Man, it's going to be another video for you. But your boy Bobby just man. He he ran away from bears, man. But if you enjoyed this video or this story, man, just hit me up in the comment section. Let me know what you think as I splatter his blood all over the place. But we got to get on the body him, man. 40 and 4, man. We gone. All
1: right, Jim, what do you want to talk to? I want to ask Andrew about the – Jennifer is her name? That's That's her name, Yep. So I watched the video where you brought this this woman in, Mm -hmm. and then you left. (laughs) (laughs) And then you apparently had – you met later
0: that day for something. So, yeah, we went for coffee right after she came in. She she came in. They surprised me and Beyond, which was great. Uh, And then we went to coffee right after that at Ironside across the street for like an hour. Um, And then a week ago today, we went on like a, a proper date. Okay. And? I am not really talking about it. On okay. Do you want to
2: keep... go is it time to take this one out of the public limelight? Yeah,
1: well, yeah, yeah. yeah so I think so. Okay. Yeah.
2: You can uh, maybe uh,
1: over GDC this week, you will I am just I'm, I'm morbidly interested. In, sure, so. sure. We'll morbid talk. We can talk. <laughs> that made it really creepy. That's weird. Uh, before
2: we jump off topic. Uh-huh. College Boy 1989 writes in, "No offense, Greggy, but this question R for Goldfarb. <laughs> I'm not <offended. laughs> College Boy 89. All right. Which did you enjoy more, your surprise lunch date from a couple weeks ago or your early Bioshock Infinite playthrough beyond? Sorry, Jennifer, Bioshock. I mean, I think, I think she has Who's to understand Who that uh,
0: play game? Just you? Just me. Just yeah, is I got my, it good? I, oh, yes. Very, very, okay. very good. I mean, yeah, those 10s those <clears throat> that other sites were giving it were correct.
2: Speaking of how good it is. A sin writes in. He says, "I just wanted to know where the Dark Knight of News places Bioshock Infinite among his all-time favorite games."
0: I mean, I've only played it once. Like, I've I've played Bioshock one like at least a dozen times. It, like, it, it will take me many more playthroughs of of Infinite. You're to decide. Stew on it. I mean, like like first impressions wise, like right now, I absolutely think I like it better than Bioshock one. Um, because I don't think I can ever go back to Bioshock one after playing Infinite because. Like, once you walk around with Elizabeth, like, just talking to someone on a radio doesn't work anymore, right? Like, it'll feel like there are little tiny pockets of Infinite where you, you're not with Elizabeth, and you, like, feel – it, like, feels empty and quiet, and combat is different. So, like, I – I don't know. Like,
3: like, right now, gut instinct is that I really, really, really but wait, like a wait a minute. Wait a minute. But The original Bioshock is – Brilliant because you never, with the exception of Andrew Ryan, run into anybody. Yeah, everyone's, everyone's behind glass and in that and game. And Cohen. Yeah.
1: Well, there's some I mean, some other. There's a yeah, couple it's, other. It's, yeah, it's. it's but it's, but it's, they're behind glass. They're always behind glass. Yeah, game yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Well, like, other
3: than co- like, you you, run into Cohen and you can kill him if you want, and then you. Spoiler. No, no, sorry. For Bioshock, Bioshock, Bioshock 1, 1. <laughs> <laughs> in 2007.
2: Uh, I, every time we say anything on this fucking show, somebody gets their panties in a bunch that we said No, I was going to buy Infinite in Bioshock I will
1: say, in defense of Greg, there are. I mean, the PS3 version, you get Bioshock 1 with the game, right? So all, there are people who have not played Bioshock. That one. is not all. All that Colin said was that you can kill a character named
0: Sandra Cohen. The, yeah, the story you
3: can. Yeah. And and I also want to say that uh, I understand the infamous two argument. And I apologize about that because that game's like well, I I, it's I like two years old. Bioshock came out in two thousand seven yeah so that well, is that when, is, that when, is it, come, when it came it come out a year later a year later yeah something yeah. like that just with,
2: i'm just i'm just throwing it out there so that we've heard your yeah you know, we've heard your bitching you fucking babies <laughs> so there's your goddamn spoiler alert here's one for red dead
4: <laughs> here's your spoiler people, people for red I've, dead I've
0: he forgot. dies at the end <laughs> i forgot about that people were really mad about red dead <laughs> from our
3: playstation all-stars thing. uh but uh but anyway, what I was saying <laughs> about Bioshock was that, that even though I understand what you're saying, we have Elizabeth you have like a companion and so you're not talking yeah. to Atlas or whatever over the radio. Yeah. That was part of what made Bioshock so good. Trust me, it Tom, was eerie. I, I agree. I, I don't, love Bioshock. I don't think you
0: do. But after playing Infinite, I, I'll be curious to see what you think. Because I I was like going into Infinite, the one thing I was skeptical about was Elizabeth, was having somebody just there all the time because Bioshock, the the atmosphere of it is the are alone. Like that's part of what makes it work, I think. But uh Man, I I really 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 liked having. A, Do you wish there, there was
1: a multiplayer component you could play? No,
3: not at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought it was so ballsy that they took it out. Yeah, yeah. I really appreciate that. I thought it was really weird because Bioshock was weird because I was reading a lot of reviews. Uh,
0: it's really weird that some people in like the pros and cons section, it's like minus no multiplayer. Well, I'm I mean like, that's so crazy. I like, agree
2: with that, but you understand, you know, the job for reviewing. Sure, right? of, course, of course, of not, course. I'm not
0: disparaging anybody. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, I, I understand that, but it's just like, but that like, makes just the from, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, just, just for
3: me personally, it's like I, I, To me, that does not detract whatsoever. 100%, yeah, I, that's not that's, a valid, That's not a valid complaint about the game because not every game needs multiplayer. Sure. If, if you're if you're complaining that Bioshock Infinite has no multiplayer, that is not a valid complaint. Sorry. Sure. You can make the valid complaint that it has multiplayer and it's not good. But that's a valid complaint. But to say, like, a game that is made for single player doesn't have multiplayer, that is not a valid complaint, period.
0: And I mean, especially something like Tomb Raider. Like, I, I really like my time with Tomb Raider. I will never play the multiplayer mode in that you game. Yeah. But I get that some people will. Yeah. Um, and that that potentially helps sales and everything. But I don't know. Like, to me, just not it not being there just doesn't affect me whatsoever.
2: Here's my Bioshock question for you. I've been in Blackout. I don't want to know anything about it. I, you know what I mean? I know the basics, obviously. There, you're this horse or something, and you're helping him you pl- with... yeah, Yes, he plays a horse. <laughs> Troy Baker is a horse. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> um, when I opened it yesterday for the two seconds before Caleb came and took it from me, there was a season pass in there. Yeah. So is there, there single-player DLC coming? Yeah,
0: there will be three packs of single-player DLC. Do we know um, like,
2: how long it's going to be? Is it going to be cool? Is it gonna
0: be cool? Um, the impression I get from the way they've talked about it, and I don't think they've confirmed this. I don't know if we know if this is true, but... Uh, is that they'll be kind of like Minerva's Den, uh, which is a standalone... Oh, standalone stories? Yeah, so they will just be totally separate things that, that will have mm-hmm. literally nothing to do with, with like the characters that we meet
3: in the, the core story.
4: Okay.
3: And um, I don't think it was a season pass inside the box. I think it's advertising the season pass. Right. I apologize. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, what I meant. That's what I meant. You have to buy mean. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, because buy I saw it. that too, and I was like, oh, sweet. Yeah, you have but, to buy
0: it. And then you freaked out. Um, and
2: said, what? You flip the desk. You, you basically get, get
0: one free if you buy it, and you also get... Um, the, the stuff that you get for buying it, the stuff that you get right now is actually super helpful. Like, the Wikis guys were annoyed that they didn't have it when they started, because right. you get a bunch of gear, you get, like, five infusions, um, you get a bunch of extra stuff.
4: Oh, all right.
2: How about, a, how about a topic of the week? This one comes from Josh. What do you guys think about all the recent Vita announcements? I mean, there was Guacamelee, obviously, and a few others. Soul Sacrifice, Tearaway, Killzone, etc. But... Man, and how about these indie titles: <laughs> Spelunky, Limbo, Hotline Miami, Divekick, at all? It dive sounds kick.
3: like a stand-up comedy routine. Weird, man. Yeah, it's a yeah, totally weird game. Looks really weird. That's a cool do game. you
2: think this new lineup will bolster the Vita in the West, or will it make no difference no. and only appeal to people who already have a Vita?
0: No. It won't bolster the Vita in the West. No, like none of those games are gonna sell like crazy or anything. I think the point Walking is just, Melee might. they're creating. I mean, yeah, sure, Hotline yeah, Miami it could Melee do really well, sell. but I think the point is more that they're creating an ecosystem where where independent. You know, developers can get on board, and that yeah. they can like companies that would normally self-publish that would get lost in the ether on like Xbox Live indie games or whatever on PlayStation are getting in the
2: spotlight. Now he's talking about the lineup overall, and he mentioned Killzone in there. Do you think a competent first-person shooter actually finally matters if this one, if, if this isn't screwed up? Right? I know that I I know that the general consumer is not excited by the name Killzone. They're not like, oh yeah, yeah I need to get there. Right, yeah. But if you walked into and they were playing it, there was a. A demo station you played. Like, oh, a tiger. If it's
0: really good, like yeah. really good, I think it could maybe do well. But I mean, like obviously the opportunity to do that was Call of Duty. Like sure, it, it's, of a, course,
1: it's a so huge course. bummer
0: that, that the Call of Duty game didn't work out. Do cause... we
1: know how the Vita is still selling in Japan after the price cut? Statman over here does.
3: It was uh, at like 50000 plus for two weeks and then 30000 or so then the week after. And I, I don't think it's... And I, we don't have newer data than that. Yeah. Um, those are significant sales. It did outsell 3DS for the first time ever um, a couple weeks ago, including the, day, the week it launched, which is embarrassing that it didn't sell 3DS, outsell 3DS that week. <clears throat> but a lot of it comes from not only the price cut, but Soul Sacrifice, um, which is selling extraordinarily well yeah. um, over there, hmm. uh, so, to the tune of like 130000 its first week at retail. What did Persona what did do in Japan? Uh, I don't. If, know. That, that was, was doing really Vita? really well too. Yeah. I think that was,
1: uh, that was a huge one. That was the, the, one of, like their biggest. That was. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it's. I it was think... the biggest Vita game I think at the time, right? I yeah. think it's still there sure. as far
3: I, as I know. I, I, th- I think Uncharted is still the best selling Vita game mm. uh, worldwide, but I think Persona is probably number two. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Um, you know, I think that they can sustain some, but you know, some momentum over there with the Vita. But things are, I think things are ch- starting to change a little bit for Vita. Um, it'll always be a niche device, but. Um, is, I think people are starting to realize that it's actually really good.
2: Everything they've come out with right, in PlayStation Plus is basically doing in a spread-out, breadcrumb fashion what they did with the PlayStation 4 launch event, where they're like, hey, everybody, we're focusing on gamers. We know that the majority of people out there don't aren't going to care that Limbo and Hotline Miami are coming to this device, but we know that the people who already own Vita's will care. They already like those kind of games. They're already drawn in. Hopefully you haven't played them everywhere else yet, but we're showing that we're trying to work with these developers to get cool games so that hopefully when ftl2 comes out right it can be on both platforms
1: at once i think it's a way to show like hey there's there's still support right for this from right
0: there it's also really smart like i mean like last night was kind of a crazy glimpse into what sony is trying to do this gen because they have a free-to-play game i mean they have these independent games like they are being very smart and putting themselves in a very good position for when Steambox launches and when things kind of change like it won't really work to do what happened this generation where it's like things have to go through these crazy hoops to get published like like and microsoft is going to be an interesting position too because if they're not ready for that like games are just coming to steam it's easy like it, it is easy for a developer to put their game out on steam it is not easy to come to xbox live arcade and so like if sony is smart and and they
3: become the better choice for developers like they will get more games yeah it's notoriously difficult to bring things to xbox actually yeah um and yeah, I, I they have to change. Certainly, they're a smart company. They're, they're going to change that, um, but we just don't know. I'm really anxious to see what they have. You know, to see. What like, We think they're going to do this year uh, for Microsoft for Xbox. No, Vita. Oh, oh, I'm sorry for Sony for Vita. Oh, I uh, got oh, my Microsoft. I'm yeah, yeah I, I was just saying that I'm. You know, for Vita, I, I don't know. I I, I think Vita is going to speak to PS4, and so I think that that's kind of its future. Vita uh, needs like one more big. Like they need another Uncharted. They need like something. That's I think God, I think God of War is going to work. work yeah. that's my theory,
2: but. Um, Eventually, sure, but I mean, like, I think coming off Ascension, I don't know if you can
3: come out right away and be like, "Hey, everybody, another God of War." I think we'll see God of War within like the next year on Vita. By this time, like, you,
2: be, it'll be announced or it be, be out. out. Oh, I see. I think it'd be. I would. I would ra- I'd rather see something in like December at VGAs a, v, a Vita trailer for God of War, saying it was coming next
0: year. They will never do a Vita game at VGAs. I can't You're imagine, right? Because
2: them... they don't want to sell games.
3: No, no. I well, you monster.
2: I <laughs> tell you, market. They make things happen.
3: They did a fake, a trailer for a fake game. <laughs> you know, they're going to do a, a Vita game, <laughs> a Vita game. Metal Gear Solid 5 will outsell every game that ever comes out on PlayStation Vita combined. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, of course. yeah, I still think Metal Gear Solid 5 is a PS4 exclusive, by the way. I'm just going to repeat that. Uh, So, yeah, for Xbox, I'm anxious to see what they do. I think that uh, it's theirs to lose. Greg said that last night and I think that that's really, and that's really pertinent. I think
1: uh, Last night, where?
3: We went out to dinner. Oh,
2: yeah. With the one and only shoe head. No, yeah, Okay. Mm-hmm. I saw that. Scott Road even just came to.
3: Mm-hmm. And then, but we we said that when we were in bed together after that. We yeah. Were snuggling, <laughs> Spooning to sleep. Talking about PlayStation Playing our Vitas together. <laughs> <laughs> I go high and he goes low. <laughs> um, and,
1: uh, <laughs> A little and, caught off guard by that, but that's fine.
3: I, li- I like how every time you guys get slightly more detailed to the point where we're like, wow, they've <laughs> really thought this through. Uh, I I think that PlayStation 4 is unusually well positioned right now. Um, and I didn't expect that from from PlayStation I mean, 4. I didn't expect – well, I, I was at the event in New York City. I didn't expect it was going to be that good. I 100% know? agree. It's just right now, of course, they are, right? They
0: came out first. Like it just – it'll be really, really interesting to see where they are like a week after the Microsoft event. Like,
3: like how people feel about what Microsoft does. Yeah, they dominate the mind share right now. And I think yeah. that's what's u- unique and interesting about it is I think that their head fake – like in January where they're like, we're not going to announce early and then they just announced the day and they were going to announce it anyway. I actually think that that might have worked because mm-hmm. I, I feel like Microsoft would not have let them go this long now. Yeah. They're going to go probably a couple months at least with no announcement, with just PlayStation 4 talk. And a lot of people are asking, like, why are there so many PlayStation stories on IGN right now? It's because that's all there is to talk about right now. Yep. You know, like, It's just weird. Like, It might not matter, but I feel like, Every advantage is going to matter, and right now, it's mindshare. Yeah, right? mind sh- the mindshare advantage goes to Sony completely.
0: I mean, if Microsoft goes sometime, I mean, we're all assuming April, right? Because it's like they're not going to wait any longer than that. Like, I mean, man, it well, you're right. It, it will be as much as two months without anything from Microsoft because Microsoft is so cagey and they won't even like hint at anything. Like they're they're it's on weird. total lockdown. Like they're yeah, they need to just announce it now. Like they need to get it out there. I think. What do you think, Jim?
1: Uh, I think lots of things. So tell me. I don't think I'm. No, uh, no. Why not? Why is this, this, this all podcast? this all goes
2: into Jim's uh, job now? Yeah, I exactly. can't. There's a line there to skate. It's like yeah, when we. Yeah. It's like when we used to get mad at Dunham. He'd come in and make a nostradamus prediction that he knew already was going to happen, yeah. but he couldn't say he knew it was going to happen.
1: Let's go on to the next uh, question. Damn. Yeah, he's he's not going to give away his
0: advice for free.
2: <laughs> he's not the Jim. You can
0: contract him and get his analysis. No, I'll pass.
2: Roger. <laughs> Roger from Long Island writes
1: in. Really? Hey, that's,
3: that's where Colin's from. Yeah. Well, I really, I know never Roger? would have known that. No, we don't know. There's millions of people on Long Island, so is we it, don't know no, each Is all. there another Long
1: Island in the, in the world? No, is there only definitely one?
3: not. Are there a lot of Rogers in Long Island, you think? Uh, probably thousands of them, yeah. You think they call him Raj? Someone out there on Long Island's Roger Raj, Raj. from here. L.I. writes in. He says, hey guys, I'm
2: throwing you guys a hypothetical. If you all had children, what games would you let them play? Would you let them play rated M games before 17? You guys are the best beyond. beyond.
0: Yes, I would. It depends on the game.
2: It depends on the child, I think, too. Yeah. That's the thing. Uh, <clears throat> I, I remember it was when I, I, my parents felt like I had matured enough to be able to watch R-rated movies. And that was something that they told me was a privilege that they could revoke. And, like, you know what I mean? Like, there were rules about it. As long as I'm not cursing like they are in these movies or doing this, that, or the other fucking like they were in the movies. I was allowed to continue know,
3: continue You probably didn't that. have to worry about that. He's <laughs> not. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I remember when I was little, uh, so there was the, op- the opening segment of Predator 2, if you're familiar with the movie. Danny Glover, his finest work. Yeah, but the opening, opening <laughs> the opening of that movie, uh, very adult-themed. Uh, so I don't remember that right. all right. well anyway what happens uh, nah just just watch it No,
2: god damn it Jim. Is this, as far this is, this is, this is, this is, is
1: Edar has stats on this dude. To, to go back to the uh, the games <laughs> I think to me Minecraft is a game that you let your kids play some of my sister's kids play is Minecraft sure they don't really know what they're doing in the game but of course because it's like Legos they just like run around and like chopping stuff yeah and, and like the Lego games too would be all other games.
2: yeah I mean the, 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 the people who are like like I went and Saw Saints Road uh, that's what we're doing now PAX
1: and I Saints really... Row 4. Oh, that should show it. Yeah,
2: yeah. I got to go in and see a demo or whatever. And it looked really good and stuff. We're talking about it afterwards, why people like that so much and how the like, you know gaming landscape has expanded to this thing where you can have a, a Heavy Rain or, or Walking Dead or something you know that's super emotional and the other thing have just dumb fun and then on the other thing have Minecraft that can be Legos. And for me, what it is is that Saints Row is that like, when you open your toy box, right, and you take out your action figures and sit there and just imagine what to do. Like, Saints Row 4, you have superpowers, and you're the president of the United States, and you can f- run at super speed, and you're fighting aliens, and you can, you know, have the dildo gun and all that shit. It usual. sounds so
3: stupid, but you know what? <laughs> Saints Row 3 was awesome. Right?
2: And that's the thing. Like, that, that's that experience is that you get to take your toys and just do whatever you want with them. And in Minecraft's the exact same way. And, all right, I'm going to take these blocks and just make whatever I want to do.
1: Yeah, if I ever have our children, I'm just going to give them an iPad with Minecraft on it and be like, here you go. <laughs> That's Wake me pretty much, to what to distract yourself for the next five hours. After talking to Pear for five minutes, that
0: is like everything I know about fatherhood is to just hand them Minecraft and walk away. Yeah.
3: Uh, if you know, if I have kids. I'm gonna be like, you're not playing these baby games. You're gonna play this PlayStation Vita, and you're gonna like it. Can you imagine Colin's kids and how they're gonna grow up and all the weird
0: shit they're gonna think about the world?
2: Colin, like his kids, you, you could almost see him going into like a Vault 101 situation, yeah, right? Where exactly. he, yeah, he has like the NES. and He's just bringing them out on like all these old consoles on the same life cycle plan, right?
0: It's that, that Brendan Fraser <laughs> movie, Blast from the Past.
1: Right? Like, yeah, the kid he comes out, he thinks it's like
2: 1992, yeah. and it's yeah, exactly.
1: 2035. Yeah. Like <laughs> well, he, you. He, for kids got like tattoos behind your back at like age 15 yeah that wouldn't be okay but
3: but in terms of, in terms of violent media i think that's why hey it's well, all
2: about the parent right
3: yeah well my parents were totally cool and like i i think we were you know reasonable you know i'd go see yeah. r-rated movies with my dad when i was 10 11 12 i mean it, it you have to just differentiate you have to be a good parent yeah. i mean it's really there are a lot of shitty parents out there mm. i had good parents that told me you know what like there are consequences when you do something wrong and you can do whatever you want don't hurt anyone don't hurt yourself be nice be kind be gentle you know those kinds of things not really that difficult so you want to play a, a violent video game Have at it if my kids want to break out the playstation 3 and play the last of us in 10 years bash some heads in with some bricks well that's okay are you doing well in school what if they break out that ukulele <laughs> Colin, no, can our right. kids hang out together of course all right that, that is a, that's a
2: show i want to see that's a yeah. spinoff can i can
3: i hang out with your kids that'd be weird <laughs> hey guys you remember the
2: bioshocks anybody want to see Ken Levine's head <laughs> <laughs> Jordan writes in with quick fire questions but he starts with beyond 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 Colin hmm. only PSN games or only retail PS3 games gun to the head
3: only, the PSN, only PSN games because the retail games ah, are see, all on PSN yeah I knew yeah loophole game, wormy little boom <laughs> Goes go the far
2: yeah would you rather live in Columbia or Rapture Columbia
0: Rap Raptors like
2: a death it's like, or does he mean in their pride uh, like yes, I mean neither place is perfect right I don't know much about
0: Columbia is doing okay when you get there I'm gonna say Columbia okay
2: Greg DC Comics or DC Games DC Comics I mean we DC Games is, I mean I love DC Universe Online obviously
3: but Like about wanna, me too you wanna play sure. DC versus Mortal Kombat or the fuck that game was Justice? MOBA.
2: I do I do wanna play it now but I don't wanna play it for the love of fighting I still think the fights look kind of like goofy but I want to play for the story. The story's great, story. I'm just—I'm
0: gonna watch like this super cut of all those cutscenes when you can just come up. to my
2: house. I'll watch over my shoulder. We'll, we'll, the, we'll pass the controller. That sounds we'll great. We'll live stream the entire thing. Is there a couch co-op? No, it's competitive. So, but I mean, I will just toss the controller back and <laughs> like That's true. to cow, no. Um, Yeah, no. I would—I
1: would love to do that. Let's right, live stream. And Rick holds hold the like the, D, the the stick, and then you work the punch button. There we go. Yeah, go. perfect.
2: I like this. Jim. First Wait, person no, does it actually say Jim? No, it says guest. I'm trying to fill it in for you. Guest. First person or third person games? Um,
1: I'll go third person right answer That's A good answer
2: is, I mean
0: we'll get into this different time I I want to love third person games but I feel like there are so many that just do something wrong like I feel like like Gears of War I think mechanically is one of the few third person games that I think nails it but yeah. I don't really like the story or the world or anything and what's like, every game though I what mean,
2: first I, person game are you talking about that nails everything
3: Bioshock Infinite uh, yeah I can to be a month or two away so I can stop talking about this game <laughs> What about Uncharted? Infamous. Um, yeah, Infamous is closer. Infamous, sure, and and like God GTA, like
0: I mean, like yeah, they're they're like obviously for like open world games. Mafia like third 2. person, obviously works, but Dark Void. All right.
2: Final Dark question Void, holy shit! Comes from Justin Byers. Justin says, "Love the show beyond." Beyond. beyond. MMOs on consoles. Haven't always been that successful. Although Dust 514 and Defiance are right around the corner. But with next-gen consoles being so much more powerful than the current-gen, do you think we'll look back at the PS4 slash the next Xbox and consider them the breakout consoles
3: for console MMOs? No, no man. Free Rolls is doing a pretty pretty hot job right now on DC PS3. Universe
2: Online still the greatest MMO of all time.
3: But I you're not rest. even equipped to say that because you've never played another MMO. Uh, I've
2: watched a lot of Guild Wars over, over shoulders. And I saw a video about WoW once. <laughs> DC Universe Online, best MO of all time. Um, Justin, what it all comes down to, right, is communication. Like, when you're playing an MMO at a computer, it's so easy to chat and talk and do all that stuff. Whereas, like, especially with keyboard, on uh, a PlayStation 3, where there's no headset packed in, you have to, most people don't have keyboards, so you're using that dumb virtual keyboard, so it's a giant pain in the ass to talk to everybody. That's where everything breaks down. So, if they
1: fix all would, that. Would you consider Bungie's game an MMO? Geez. It's not a forced MMO, though, right? You can play
0: it by yourself. Well, I don't think we know enough about it yet, right? Like, I, I think it seems like it kind of is, but I don't think we know specifics.
3: No. Um, I'm just not into these games Where I have to talk to people So I don't like talking to people either No no Colin plays Borderlands In silence by himself Yeah I do Actually when people People would I I didn't realize you had to Set options to like Keep people out of your games In Borderlands 2 And I was just I was just (laughs) kicking people Out of my games They'd like come into my game And I'd be like Nope (laughs) The so, only yeah. time, so the only time I
0: felt really, really <laughs> bad about doing that was I was waiting. I think I was actually waiting for Greg, and it was me and uh, Ryan, some Mike Mitchell were were like waiting in uh, Sanctuary for someone to join, and some kid joined, and I was like, ah, like, like we're waiting for Greg, so I, I kicked him. And as he was leaving, he was like, "Hey guys, I'm a huge
3: fan," and it <laughs> cut
1: off and I was like, oh. I was like I felt terrible. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't like talking in front of my TV. Weird. No,
3: I, I, whenever Even in the multiplayer games that I, I play, like I played, I played Homefront Online a lot. But I would just like—I don't know why—but I would just mute everybody and like not have a headset. Like, and you would have to do it at the beginning of the map every time. Like, go in and press select. I used or whatever to the, uh, back know. in
1: my in my younger years play Counter Strike. It's a PC game. Really I've heard it. of it. Uh, I would play music through my headphone. You oh, that you're guy. that guy. So I'm that guy. That's so. Remember, yeah. you remember
3: our I mag video? Hate that guy. I remember our nice though, video. that guy. <laughs> that is a classic. That's a classic. our? People uh, were mad about they that. They were so mad.
1: <laughs> um, and our uh, our Carolyn Christmas stream. Oh yeah, the live streams. Yep. Yeah, yeah, those were. We should, I should I should come up during the ho- holiday if you're not if you're gonna be in town. I'll probably be in do. town. Yeah, yeah well we we we've been we doing. Did last year, Christmas yeah. Christmas. We oh, did last year.
0: We We haven't live streamed since I've been doing them though.
2: No, yeah. Well, we lost steam eventually. The first yeah. year it was like cute and fun, and then the next a couple of years were like we just watched Back in the Future. I was like, wow, well, this probably didn't need to be a live stream.
0: But I digress. I remember. I actually remember tuning into that live stream. For like five minutes and it was complete silence and you were all just watching Back to the Future.
1: Yeah, like, Yep. See you. Remember Dave Clayman was trolling the first one. Yeah, the first one. He yeah. kept yelling at Fran about the lights. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but he
2: had a fake name, wasn't, so him, was wasn't Hillary at one of them too? Yeah. Yeah.
1: It was Hillary and then the other guy. What's his name? Sam Bishop. Sam Bishop. Yeah, yeah. yeah that
2: was a good year. Alright, so we have a hit of the week as well. Dear Colin, Greg, and Andrew. I didn't lie, I put your name in there, Jim. So it's there good. you go. Good. By the way, this is Josh. Uh my name's Josh. And I just wanted to write in and say thank you, guys. Thanks for telling me that. In previous podcasts, we've all said, quote, we believe in you when talking about working hard to get into games journalism. I'm proud to report that I just became an IGN all-star after writing blogs, editing wikis, and just trying to be a good person in the IGN community. The love you guys. put into all your work has made me work harder so I can try to make a career out of it, too. So to all you, I express the heartiest beyond text that – the heartiest beyond that text can manifest. Uh, your fan, and hopefully one day your coworker Josh. Uh, Josh would like to be your PSN friend, everybody, so go be nice to him. His PSN name is Frodenedneed. It's a good PSN name.
3: <laughs> Frodenedneed. Frodenedneed. F-R-O-D-N-E-I-D. F-R-O-D-N-E-I-D. I love when Greg like when there's like a word that Greg can't like it's not a real word but Greg loses all knowledge of how to sound around. things out. I just jump around, and I, I always like like nine out of ten times look at it. And I'm like, this isn't even a, this. There's eight letters. <laughs> <Yes. in> there. <laughs> yeah, like
0: whenever Greg pronounces something phonetic, I have to look at it because I know he added like nine vowels yeah, in weird places. I'm not verses.
2: good at this. I'm sorry, I don't know how to do crazy words. <laughs>
3: Reminds me of that Family Guy episode where they're talking about fraud or whatever. He's like, fraud. <laughs> this guy doesn't know how to say the word I, we fraud. Did a, we did a rewind for
2: the Infinite, Infinite Crisis uh, video yesterday. And in it, there's a character who's a magician in the DC Universe who I know quite well named Zatanna. Cap- Captain Boomerang. Zatanna, no. He's in close. He might be in this game. Well, oh, I'll let you know. Sweet. But I kept calling her Zantanna just because it's a dumb made-up name. And like everybody in the comments was giving me shit. And I, My response was that if you're gonna make up dumb names It's your own fault And and here's where it comes down to Is that when you're a kid And you're reading comics Like I've been doing my entire life Before there were cartoons Out with Zantana in it or whatever uh, I'm reading it And I don't know what the hell Any of these words They're just making up words So I started a pronunciation in my head And I'll keep it as long as I fucking want to Well that's what Man. I feel about
3: Gaiden, Right And right. Mario Right Although, I, although everyone in the Tri-State area says Mario, everyone and by the way, we're Italian, so I think yeah. we got to say the name. If but. you want, if you want a good story, I um, so I used to play Pokemon
0: cards, like I think a lot of people did. Um, and I, 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 I played did, Pokemon cards. You never played Pokemon? I played cards? them. Oh, good, good. It, it was so fun. But anyway, I, I had a big pile of cards and like played with some friends, and I went to a tournament for the first time. Yeah. And uh, I sat down and put down my cards, and like I don't even remember which Pokemon it was, but I, I said its name, and apparently I pronounced it really weird. Right. And An entire room full of kids in a Pokemon tournament started laughing at me, and I burst into tears. So that's that's, <laughs> that's <laughs> a great story, man. <laughs> that's, right? that's, that's really <laughs> that's <laughs> my, that's my, that's my yeah. You probably shouldn't have told memory. that story, um, but it's, it's
2: the point. Yeah, you see, you
0: understand yeah, the I, point. Yeah, exactly. What I'm saying is like, it's funny how like as a kid you you learn stuff yourself. You know, like like it's not like my parents knew how to pronounce that Pokemon name. What so was it's the
3: God, I wish I could even remember you, how who could it you was. It. Charizard.
4: <laughs>
3: I honestly don't remember which one it was. You know who my favorite Pokemon is? I like the penguin one.
4: Oh, oh from Pit the board games. Pit, yeah. Yeah. Yep, yeah, he's very. Adorable.
3: Magnetite. Oh, the magnet. Yeah, because it's because it's like Magnet Man. Yeah. Did you tape
0: a magnet to your head and pretend to be Magnetite? Correct. <laughs> Three of them. Three magnets. I was like Dragonite.
2: Greg, you want a bet? I did win a bet. Jim I, Jim O'Reilly finally owes me a steak dinner after I've had to pay out on two yeah. steak dinner bets. <laughs> what uh, was the, the... The one was that I bet you...
1: That Gears 3 would... The Gears... The yeah. Gears sale yeah, yeah, you
2: said that Yeah, Gears 3 would outsell all the PlayStation it, exclusives it, that it you're combined. It did and handedly. It did. Uh, <laughs> what, would,
1: uh, what was the other one, though? Was there another steak dinner bet? I thought it was, it was just the one. Was there? I know I, know I have one in uh, uh, currently uh, with um, the Mod Nation Racers bet.
2: Right. There, there wouldn't be a Mod Nation Racers 2. Yeah. On, PS3. Uh, on PS3, on PS3, yeah. Yeah. I think I'm pretty, I'm pretty uh, good with that. One. You're pretty much gonna. yeah, mean, that's, that's kind of okay. bullshit it's because a little bit planet yeah. card.
1: It's a little bit yeah. planet game, but it is mod nation. Well, I think. I mean, that's no, that of, was that was the bet was that little bit carding was that they weren't going to do another Oh, oh, And gotcha. then the bet
2: I won was that the PlayStation 4 controller would not be radically different from the DualShock.
1: See, I thought they were going to change the sticks up. They're going to move the stick with the deep to to make the shooter crowd happy. I'm glad they didn't. Yeah,
0: me too.
4: Yeah. So stick by your guns.
1: So I'm,
0: that's another place I'm really interested to see what Microsoft does with the 360 controller. I
2: mm-hmm. know. Oh, Time to play us out. It's Ryan's wrap up. This one comes from Joel. <laughs> took me a second. Sorry. All right,
3: Joel. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Colin, how do you pronounce this? <laughs> Joel. Am I talking to Joel? Joel. <laughs> <laughs> Beyond, Beyond, Beyond. Hi, I'm Joel Alford. Jacob,
3: Jacob, Jacob, Jacob.
2: And It would be awesome if you guys could play my song "Bliss" on this week's podcast. "Bliss" is off my first album, Red, Blue, Green, which be releasing this year on Bandcamp.com <laughs> and iTunes. Hopefully, it would be great if they could like my Facebook page, Red, Blue, Green, and follow me on Twitter at dinosaur, the dinosaurus, the oh, same same word here now, D-I-N-O-S-A-U r-a-s for info on when it releases thanks and i love the show jeff he's his pants i went out of order i didn't do the whole all right twitter's so i fucked that up i miss ryan <laughs> it was so much easier when i could just pass the show to him uh before we play joel's song here, everybody remember follow IGN at i on twitter IGN is IGN. i'm game over greggy no taxation is colin moriarty
1: jim riley it's Jim, it's Jim Riley. Although I will say my tweets aren't as... Uh, Interesting. Tone, both to toned down, tone down a bit, yeah. but uh, you can still follow Are me. Do you more. still
2: eat a lot of McDonald's?
1: I still, eat a lot of McDon- uh, yep, I still eat a lot of McDonald's. There's actually a 24-hour McDonald's right where I live. So it's Was just, that
3: part of the selling point for you? Part of the selling point. Yeah. Uh, Do you yeah. have
1: lights in your apartment? Uh, I, have a, I have a few lights, but I still am <laughs> lampless four years straight. Gotta uh, get a goddamn lamp. I just, I everyone,
0: everyone who comes to my apartment, because for, for anyone who doesn't know, fun fact, I live in the building where Jim used to live. Um, every single person who comes in goes. Oh, you have lights.
2: So
4: <laughs>
0: I've I've gotten to hear this. Many your times. apartment's
2: like a na- nice like adult apartment. You have like framed things in the walls, and it's
1: pretty. Yeah, I don't frame anything because you just got to yeah. eventually take it down and move it at some point. But that's that's, <laughs> that's why I started framing because when I was like in the dorms,
0: like when I was in college, um, like you would put up a poster with thumbtacks, and at the end of the year you just had to, like throw it away
1: because it yeah. was just yeah torn apart.
2: Andrew It's <laughs> is Garfep. <laughs> Garfep,
1: Garf. <laughs> uh, Garf, yeah. Yep. Well, thanks, Not for having, thanks, for, thanks for having me on. Jim, thanks Thank for I was a little nervous to start, but I warmed up, I feel like. No, you were great the whole yeah. way through. Yeah. yeah. So
2: just, Like a Twix bar.
1: <laughs> Pretty good.
2: <laughs> Never a bad part to a Twix bar. <laughs> Ladies and <Sure>. gentlemen. Here's <laughs> it's it's kind of like in a cartoon when you're running. <laughs> that was a good reference. <laughs> Everybody, here's <laughs> Bliss. <laughs> go go to a red, blue, green Facebook page or whatever the hell these people do nowadays. <laughs> beyond. Beyond. Say beyond, Jim. Beyond. I'll be be on. There you go. Love you.